Welcome, Thunderbird Nation, to the Thunderbird Coaches Show. This is episode 11, special Halloween edition for all the T-Bird fans out there. This was the bye week. We have Coach Fitz. We've got Trent Wallen with us, as well as Rylan Suafilo. The uh, Thunderbird Coaches Show is sponsored by the Warehouse Bar and Kitchen. The Warehouse Bar and Kitchen is a proud supporter of SEU Athletics. Come try the new Sunday brunch menu weekly from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Join them from for karaoke night every Tuesday. We got free pool Wednesdays. They also show football and UFC every game, every fight, every day. Stay safe. Please remember to drink responsibly. Come see us at the Warehouse Bar and Kitchen. I didn't know they had UFC fights over there. I didn't know they had football games. Football and UFC. It's, it's just, there you, go. you know, a dream come true. Go visit the uh, Warehouse Bar and Kitchen, ladies and gentlemen. Coach, we are on the bye week. What did you say last week? We're undefeated in, in bye week action. We won this weekend. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah. Do we get three pounds heavier, boys? Yes? I did. Working on it What's right the weigh-in? What's the weigh-in? Oh, wait, the weigh-in's weigh 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 on Thursday. Okay, all right, all right. Well, a little premature. Yeah. I'm working on my three pounds, and uh, yeah, <laughs> so... <laughs> I don't know if my wife's into that, but I'm dedicated. Coach, I heard the... Uh, drop drop 15 pounds during camp for me, and I'm putting it back on putting it one back pound on. a week. Okay. And speaking of which, my diet, it, it got addressed to me three times over the last week how much Mountain Dew I drink. People see me on the show, and they think I'm just pounding them all the time. <laughs> all day. Yeah. Let, ladies and gentlemen, I drink one Mountain Dew per day. It's the healthiest I've ever been in my life. Now, I'm probably about 20, 25 years too late to get healthy. Um, but it, <laughs> Never it, too late, Coach. It's the best. One a day. Yeah. One a day. A shout out PepsiCo. <laughs> <laughs> and the Mountain Dew Mafia. Yeah, Ma uh, Mountain Dew owes us a debt of gratitude. Yeah, they do. Absolutely. Well, I owe them a debt of gratitude. It's a delicious beverage. So I'm just selling out for no reason. I don't get paid for Mountain Dew to not do any of this. Not but a, it's, but not, it's a delicious beverage. So. Not even a wooden nickel. Not a wooden nickel. Coach, let's talk a little bit about the bye week. What goes on on a bye week? Like for fans that just kind of wonder, this isn't a vacation. This isn't everyone goes home for two weeks. Give us a, a kind of just, I don't know, a breakdown of what happens on the bye week. Yeah, we, we attempt to get better. And we work really, really hard to get better. And we're still trying to get 1% better each day. But schedule changes a little bit. The young men get some time off. They still have school. So they still have their school and their education and their future to focus on. So they're still doing that. We practice three or four times during the bye week. Uh, we lift three times during the bye week. So we're getting stronger. John, we had some personal bests. In, in the past week in the weight room, um, power cleans and squats. So we're getting after it and still still really, really heavy in the weight room. Um, you talked about the three-pound challenge. So we're trying to gain some weight back that we've lost through all the activity. A college athlete in a week where they're practicing and playing, they'll, they'll burn 10,000 calories a day, sometimes maybe more. So in a bye week, you try to take some of that calorie burn off of them, let them gain some weight back, get a little bit healthier. But we did that. Worked hard to get better. The young men worked hard on the field. We practiced. We practiced hard. We were in the weight room. And then coaching staff-wise, uh, we, we left out of here Thursday evening and, and went recruiting. So it's an evaluation period. So we went to a lot of high school football Watched games. Watched a lot a, of playoff a football. Lot, a lot of football. We had four coaches go up into the Salt Lake Provo area watching playoff games. And then we had coaches that hit Vegas on Thursday night and Southern California on Friday and Saturday and just got a lot of recruiting in while we had some time off. So the players. Players get a little more downtime than the coaches do. But believe it or not, that's kind of the way it is in this profession. So. Yeah. 
It's just go, 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 go. Yeah. There really aren't a whole lot of days off. And uh, it's, it's quite a dedication to be a coach at this level, isn't it, time-wise? College coaches that, that if you miss the postseason, you know, you, you sleep over Thanksgiving. The day before Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving the day after, yeah. and get that turkey coma in you <laughs> and then just pass out and sleep for the weekend. But that's when we get to rest. Now I'm hungry. The turkey coma, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that later uh, next month. So, Okay, so lots of football watching by the coaches, evaluations. Without naming names, you guys went out and saw a lot of football a lot of future T-Birds out there for us? So we're, we're going we're gonna to sign between 20 and 25 players this offseason. I'm sitting here talking to you, and we have 13 solid commitments. And of those 13, we really like nine or ten of those young men. And we've got a handful that are going to go on a mission, and we'll get them back in 2025. But sure. They're really good football players, and we're excited about them. John, we're going to continue to improve our football program every single day we're here. We're going to get a little better and a little better and a little better. And hey, we'll be exciting in a couple years from now. Excited. Well, I think we're pretty exciting now. We just got to get over the hump. We need to figure out four more points. We get four more points a game. That's like three extra wins. So we're getting there. We're, we're moving moving the needle, and that's that's the important part. Coach, you brought two fantastic Thunderbird athletes to the show today. We didn't really have a whole lot to talk about on the bye week, so great idea to bring in two young men that really shine throughout the whole season. But specifically last game, Mr. Trent is it Wallen? Is that how you pronounce it? Waylon. Waylon. Okay, I'm glad I asked because then I'd look like an idiot. Trent Waylon. Hey, guys, he, he tells me every week how this is a coach's show. He tries to make my head big. Coach's show. Coach's show. And then every week he asks for more and more players. That's yeah. not true. Hey, hey, give, hey, give this show another couple of weeks, and I'm going to be sitting over in the janitor's closet with the microphone talking. I won't even be in the picture. The ratings will just keep going up, too. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I do not disagree. No, no, no. I'm just playing. Trent Whalen, where are you from? Give us a little background about Trent Whalen, where you're from, your little bit of your recruiting story, how you uh, ended up here at SUU. I'll have some more questions, and then, uh, Ryland, you'll get your shot here in a sec. So I'm from uh, Las Vegas, Nevada, born and raised there, went to Arborview High School. A little bit about my recruiting at SU, I had, a, I had a couple of smaller offers. SU was the first school who took a chance with me. And as soon as they had called me and offered me, I committed on the phone and said this was the school for me. Awesome. And yeah, that was about it. So do you have a much. few other universities or, or uh, colleges that were kind of on the fence or like was it maybe you could walk on we're the only one that offered i mean what what was the 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 competition like yeah it was about late december my senior year of high school and no no schools had really offered me yet and it came down to a couple of schools who said they were but haven't really taken the chance mm-hmm. yet so su was the first school to call and offer me and i took it yeah so no, they were like the freezing school. you out a little bit yeah. and then the first offer set the hook baby we got gotcha. you Love it. So you had mentioned before the show that we were just chatting a little bit. You are a sophomore in school and a freshman or junior. You tell us. Junior, I'm not. Gonna, I'm I, a, I wasn't listening very well. Obviously. Junior, junior in school, sophomore. Junior in school, sophomore football. Yep. Awesome, awesome. Tell us a little bit about the game. Not this last week, but the week before. You had how many tackles? Eighteen. Dang, it's a lot of tackles. That's a season for a lot of players. Yeah. Yeah, and a testament to Trent now. Two things about Trent and Ryland. Their best football's ahead of them. Both of them are going to be a lot better next fall than they are now, and they're going to be twice as good two years from now than they are right now. But um, Trent's a testament to uh, effort, attitude and effort, because not, not the biggest guy on the field, not the fastest guy on the field. He just keeps coming now. 
just keeps coming. Just keeps coming, keeps coming, keeps coming. And had he not had those 18 tackles, it had been a long day for us two weeks ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, and you you had mentioned to Josh Dunn that your love for him is directly correlated to his proximity to the football at the end of a football game. I don't even, yeah, when Trent Trent plays bad, I don't even talk to him. (laughs) Walk by him in the hallway, act like he's not there. So rude. Oh, my goodness. Well, it was what I was trying to get to is that the love must have been massive because with 18 tackles, you were close to the football, Lala. Uh, oh, yeah. Him, him, him and Isaiah Wooden after last week are yeah. my favorite players Yeah, in the whole world. Uh, <laughs> I like them better than I like my children. Unbelievable. Unbelievable night, uh, Trent. We're going to ask you a couple questions about your major. Like, what, what are you majoring in school? You're a junior, you said, and a sophomore in football, but a junior in school. What are you studying? Right now, I'm uh, majoring in criminal justice with a minor in communications. Okay. And what's the future there? Are you looking to get into law enforcement? or uh, The goal for me is to be a firefighter. Okay. So sticking with that. Yeah. And that's been my goal since I was a kid, so just Way sticking cool. with it. That's admirable. I'm, I'm the guy running away from fire. You're the dude running <laughs> yeah. towards it, so... Run into the football and to danger. See, it's good. It's a <laughs> you, good. Do you want to be? You want to be a firefighter in Vegas? No, no, no. Where, where, where's the perfect place? I haven't, I haven't figured that part out yet. But okay. not, not moving back to Vegas. I little... fig, I figure, yeah, firefighter in Vegas. That's probably a secure position. Yeah. <laughs> it would be secure. <laughs> probably plenty of things going on. Crazy things going on yeah. in Vegas. That's probably why I want to want to be there. So uh, you're probably looking at the uh, the you never, uh, yeah, salary you're tables. In, you're in Vegas. You never get the hey. We need to get the cat out of the tree because there are no, no trees. trees. Nope. What are your other interests besides football? What do you I mean, do? You, hobbies? You got anything that you do? Or are you just football all day every day? Don't don't really do much outside of football. Not much I like to do. I mean, in the off season, without getting hurt, I like to ride dirt bikes. Okay. And that's about it, really. Not, <laughs> I sit next to much. the coach. I like without getting hurt. I. <laughs> he likes danger, coach. He can't help it. <laughs> Not not many hobbies. Okay. What about my wife gave me some questions to ask. She said, uh, what's your guilty pleasure food? Like stuff you probably shouldn't be eating, but you like to eat it anyway. Man. Uh, <laughs> Rylan's over here. I got 10. Me, don't ask me that question. I got 10 of them. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not too <laughs> sure. I'd probably say I, I never go wrong with some good ice cream. Okay. Favorite flavor? Oh, probably cookie dough. Cookie dough. Yeah, cookie dough is probably my favorite. like it. Okay. What's your favorite lift in the weight room? Ooh, B A. Hey. I'm gonna I'm gonna Don't go mess ahead. This up now. I'm gonna go ahead and say power clean. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. It's the only right answer, yeah, right, see? Coach? There you go. <laughs> What's your least favorite? Power clean. <laughs> I'm gonna go that one. My my least favorite is probably gonna be uh for me personally, it'd be back squat. Back squat. Okay. Wow. Probably the second most important there, Trent. Well, now now you know what you're going to be getting for the rest of the off season. <laughs> if there's anybody out there listening who wants to be an athlete, and power clean. If you can power clean, you, you can play college athletics. If you can back squat, college athletics. And then Nordic hamstring curl. And th- those three. You, you can do a lot of things in a weight room. Strength conditioning wrong. But if you're really good at power clean squat, it, all types of squat, back squat, front squat, pistol squat, any any type. Uh, hack squat, box squat, any of the squats, if you're good at those, and then Nordic hamstring curl, you can be a good college athlete. I only recognize two of those squats. I don't know what the other three are. Can you can you elaborate on one of the box squat, pistol squat? And oh, p- p- it's kind of self-explanatory. One-legged squat and pistol squat are the same thing, but you're just doing it on one leg. So, okay. so, you, so your feet are, feet are, are split. split, yes, okay. and it, it's one leg. Box squat, you're squatting down, touching the box, coming back up. Okay. Yeah, hack squat, you got the hacks bar, and you're, you're squatting down with the hacks bar, holding the hex bar, excuse me. 
um, hex squat, and then what other, front squat. You that was it. No, those are the three I didn't know. Yeah, front squat, you have front and front. back squat, I figured that one out. I'm um, not very bright, guys. You got jump squats. There's a lot of different types of squats. So is a power clean important because of the explosion that you get all the way through the lift? Correct. It, it's hip explosion. It, 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 you, you utilize every muscle in your body sure. when you power clean all the way up into your neck muscles. But you're utilizing every muscle in your body. But the main thing is, is it determines how explosive you are. Hip explosion, hip power, hip strength. Okay. Got it. Another question she had was, this uh, coach hates these, but I think they're funny. What's your like uh, spirit animal? What animal would you be if you could choose? I'm gonna say a snow leopard. Kind kind of random, but no, snow leopards are are rare, <laughs> and they're feisty. But they live in the snow. I'm not about that. You're from Vegas. How are you gonna be in yeah. the snow all the time? Yeah, that's a that's actually a really good point. <laughs> we all okay, we all want, I change it to normal. We, we all want yeah. what we can't have. <laughs> that's right. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. You said your major in criminal justice. You want to be a firefighter. You don't have any hobbies except for dangerous things that you don't want to talk about on air. You like ice cream. Okay. Like it. I'll make sure that's all the questions I have for you. Yep. All right. Trent, any, any shout outs or any, anybody you want to, any teammates that you think are doing a good job? Anybody you want to shout out on the show? Really, everyone I play with, I would give a shout out to, you know, the D-line, the rest of the linebackers next to me. The safeties as well, all the talking, the yep. offense, you know, just really everybody, the coaching staff. So, yeah, that's about it. Just everybody who's working hard, just here putting in all their time. That's awesome. We also just sprung a trap on you. You didn't say mom. Hurry, <laughs> quickly, say Busted. <laughs> you got it. No mom, dad, no grandpa, grandma. Where's the family? Yeah. Just just on the sidelines, just looking, watching. You just got cut off. Yeah. Your no more money. Cut off. That's it. <laughs> Now he's going to be like, you know, he's going to give me, oh, never mind. So that's Trent Whalen. Whalen, everybody, amazing game, 18 tackles. Like Coach said, he is he is definitely one of those players to watch. And uh, not that you haven't had good games, but this one specifically was pretty incredible. So we wanted to give you some airtime and have you show your face on, on the YouTube and whatnot. Thank so we you. appreciate you being here, Trent. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Our second Thunderbird athlete, Rylan Suafilo. Did I pronounce that right? Yes, sir, you did. Hey, uh, Rylan, I'm going to ask you pretty much the same question. So you're already dialed into how this works. Give us a little background, where you're from, and where, what high school did you go to? I'm from Orem, Utah. Okay. I graduated from Orem High School in 2019. Awesome. That was a good, that was a good football team. Yeah. Tell, we, us, uh, tell us a little bit about Orem High School that year. It was cool because a lot of us that were seniors that year, we all played from eighth grade all up to our senior year. So we were just playing backyard football all that's, up to high school. That's awesome. That's awesome. Then you guys, uh, what was your record? My senior year, I think we went 10-1. and one. Okay. It's ironic because I think Braden Whistler was on this last week, and we played Whistler in high school. Did you beat Wiss? No, he's, he was our only loss. Hey! <laughs> well, if you're going to lose, lose to a guy that was on R- R- how, how many state titles did Orm win while you were in high school? Uh, when I was there, we won two, but then they won two more after I left. Okay. That's awesome. And you are a freshman freshman? Yes. This is my first season first season the freshmen that come in and play like rylan is that's that's pretty impressive so you you look a little older than a normal freshman yeah I, uh i served my mission and i came back last year okay tell us a little bit about that experience where where'd you go on your mission i went to south florida south florida that's probably a pretty wild place to go on an lds mission it was it was crazy i wanted to go outside the country but it was pretty much there's a lot of different 
diversity, like people from yeah, all different over. ethnicities, and so you got some guy. You got is, is there a big Cuban influence there in Florida? Yeah, the more south you go, the less English there is, and it's mostly Cubans. Okay, you were gonna say something uh, from Orem, Utah to South Florida. You left country. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I most definitely did. <laughs> That's a whole different. Country. That's a whole different ball of wax down oh, there. It is. How was your mission? How did how did uh, what are some things that you learned on your mission that are helping you play football? Uh, mostly, I learned how to have a lot of confidence in myself. Okay. Uh, I wasn't very confident before, but then going on going down to Florida made me made me learn that. Okay. Seems like, and correct me if I'm wrong, were you kind of a quiet kid, and then you had to go talk for two whole years, and then you come back and you got a little more skill there? Yeah, I was. I mean, I could talk to my friends, but when I was a totally random person, I was like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> so coming back, going to Florida like that, but then coming home it was a lot better. Yeah, with a name like John Smith, I'm probably the most random guy you're gonna talk to. That's 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 a pretty random name, so we appreciate you being here also. Thank you for having me. Hey, let's talk about some hobbies that you do. What are Oh, first of all, what are you studying in school? Uh, right now, major? I'm undecided. Okay. Uh, I've been working with my counselor to figure out more like a major. It, do you have anything you're leaning towards, to something you might want to do? I have no idea. I like that. Uh, he's keeping his options open. My goal was to get to college, and now that I'm here, I don't know what to study. So, I mean, I achieved one goal, and now I got to find another goal. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, step by step. Let's, let's, yeah, you, you, you and I will have the major and career. We'll have, let's have that talk this week. <laughs> okay. So I think I think I can help you. Yeah. Okay. There's some things that, that Coach has probably seen throughout his years that, that uh, will probably help you uh, at least get on a track, right? It's important. Yeah. It, 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 you're a freshman. We get it. But it's, it's important to get on a track. So, you got something to shoot for. I like that. Yeah. But you did make your goal of getting into college. You're playing football. Now it's time to set some more goals. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Okay. Young, young men, when, when picking a major slash picking a career in life, you, you have to kind of balance your passion. Passion versus opportunity yeah. or passion slash opportunity. Yep. Yeah. And if they if they both tend to work out, then you're really, really successful. God, if you like, if you like doing what you end up doing, money comes and goes. But if you really enjoy being there and doing the work, man, that, that just makes life so much easier. I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. That being said, sometimes you got to sacrifice. There's some periods in your life you're probably going to do some things that you don't want to do, yeah. right? I mean, that's, that's I don't know. That's the There's highs and lows. Sometimes you got to go through some lows to appreciate those highs. Yeah. But, but uh, yes, so shout out to the people that are out there grinding, doing something <laughs> they don't want to do. But you know what? There's always time to find something that you do like to do. So My family to, member's back home. Yeah. That day, uh, Dad will go into the factory or here, here in a few minutes and work a second shift. What, 40, 40 straight years? 40 straight years in the factory and mom's yeah. on a construction site and i come i come from a long line of factory workers construction mm-hmm. workers welders sure etc yeah. yeah now shout out to them yeah and the key is even if you're doing something you don't love to do find find some joy find something you like to do find some positivity in life right so anyway not to not to hijack your interview <laughs> but let's talk a, a little bit about hobbies what do you like to do what, what are you into I like to play video games. <laughs> you and your video games. These kids these days. Uh, what games do you play? Uh, mostly like Call of Duty. Okay. So it's like team oriented. Like there's other people that are like, you know, at least there's some te- I'm just trying to put a positive oh, yeah. spin on this, man. I don't know what's worse is that they're playing video games or that you know what video games <laughs> they're playing. Look. I'm plugged in. I'm John, in the know. John, I know Shannon, what the young Shannon, kids Shannon are up should have to. thrown your Xbox away a long time I have, ago. I have no Xbox. I have no PlayStation. I don't even have a computer. My wife has a laptop. I, uh, I'm i a pretty serious guy out, outside of... You know what I do? I worry about how you guys play football. That's what I do. That's pretty pretty pathetic. <laughs> nah, I so I dressed, yeah, I dressed up today as an optimistic T-Bird fan. 
That's what I'm dressed up as for Halloween. Uh, these guys, I don't know. Maybe they're going to Guys, he texted text me late last night about next fall. I did. Yeah, I'm like, hey, Slick, how about you let me get through this week? How about we get How about we get through this season before we start worrying about next season? He sees, yeah. he sees my yeah. name come up on his phone. He just shakes his head and just hits ignore. That's that's really the story right He's there. He calls me because I'm doing homework with my daughter one night. Oh, he, yeah, that's true. He calls me about recruiting. It's like 930 at a, night. Yeah, give me a phone call about recruiting. <laughs> just a passionate fan. That's all. Yeah. Just passionate. Ryland, what's what's your favorite guilty pleasure food? You're over there shaking your head like don't ask, but now that makes me want to ask more. I'm a sucker for peanut M and M's. Oh, that's not a, that's a good one. But I know I'm not supposed to eat it because I can like the whole big jar you can get from you're Walmart. Good. Yeah, I can probably eat the whole thing. You're good while you're playing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you'll look at that jar of M and M's when you're 40 and gain like 10 pounds. You just look at yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. Hey, I, since I got COVID, I can't eat peanuts or peanut butter. Isn't that weird? I loved peanuts. Uh, peanut M&Ms were one of my favorites now. Mm-mm, poison. They messed that, the COVID messed me up, man. Other than that, I'm fine. The only thing that messed me up was the taste of peanuts. That's weird. Anyway, let's talk about your favorite lift in the weight room. I probably have to say squat. I was gonna, you'd be my, honest. I mean, best one. He's just he's trying to keep <laughs> me from one. he's trying to keep me from being mad at Trent. He's trying to balance it out. But one power clean, one squat. Coach told me you're one of the strongest dudes on the team. So weight room is like a big spotlight on you yeah is, is it natural is it just you're always in the grind tell us a little bit about why you're so awesome <laughs> i mean i mean I, I actually didn't really get that into weightlifting until like my senior year in high school okay but i mean god there's a lot of upside then i mean i don't know i guess i guess some of it's natural yeah but but you, well, you work at it, right? You yeah. grind in the weight room? Yeah. Okay. He's, he's a 315-plus power cleaner. He's a 605-plus squatter. Uh, Ryland's got a lot of good football left in him. His like, The last three games have been his best three of the season. and Just getting hey, better, 1%. I, I'll, yeah, I'll take you guys to a story. Sam Daniels, who's a defensive line coach, University of Delaware, James Madison grad, worked with us at Frostburg. And Sam told me one time, he said, um, he said, Fitz, I woke up in the middle of my red shirt sophomore season and figured it out he goes i went oh if i do this this and this i'm going to be really good at d tackle and if i don't do this this and this i'm going to be even better at d tackle watching rylan three weeks ago i went i went oh he's figured it out and it's a year or two early so anyway, right, right, Ryland. It's a year too early. I guess. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> you're supposed to. You're supposed to. You're supposed to. And Trent understands this because he's not a freshman. You're supposed to just kind of walk through your freshman year, not knowing what's going on, and and the ones that figure it out early have a chance to be really, really good. And Ryland's done that. That's awesome. That's awesome. Shout out. That's 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 <laughs> that's cool to hear from the coach, right? Yeah. Right next to you. He probably doesn't give you a whole lot of uh, props or anything during the season. Now's the time to get the love yeah. from the coach. My, like my, 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 my love for Ryland that this week is going to be determined on the distance between him and the quarterback when the quarterback throws the football on Saturday night. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> go get him. Go get, get the cue. Yeah. Ryland, if you were to be a uh, – what's your spirit animal? What's your – if you were to be a wildlife, what I mean, would you be? I love the oceans. So probably like – a shark. I like that. Yeah. Shark, like a big shark. Like a, a, a bull shark. shark. A baby shark. No, <laughs> not a baby shark. Baby sharks don't get quarterbacks. They don't have their, they don't, they can't open their mouths wide enough to get but onto a quarterback. They're still learning how to maneuver, so, you know. Yeah, but he already, he already said you already passed that phase. You're Figured on, you're on to intermediate-sized shark. <laughs> oh, dear. 
Okay, Ryland, any shout outs? Anybody you want to shout out on the show? Shout out to my mom. Hey, he learned quick. <laughs> You're right. He is. I watched Josh Dunn and I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna. Fall I'm, into I'm that not job messing like with that. that. Yeah. Honestly, like Trent, the whole team, we we really work hard. Yeah. Coach always talks about how we're always out efforting everybody, and it shows on Saturdays. Sometimes the score doesn't really reflect that, but. Shout out to the the team and the coaching staff for always getting us right. Awesome. So yeah, me, yeah, but for both y'all, it will, it will, it'll all come, it'll all come. Continue, hey, continue giving great energy and great effort. It'll all come together. Yeah. Let me ask you players a question, coach. You can chime in if you want to, but there's been some adversity, right? You got four games that you've lost by a combined 15 points. I mean, it is it is right there. Does going through that adversity as a team? There's two different decisions to make, right, as a team. You can either start separating or you can come together. What's your experience been after some adversity here in the season? Have you seen guys, you know, like getting each other's backs or are you seeing maybe a little more chippiness in the in the locker room? First, Trent. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll help you out there. You know, it, sh- it shows, uh, unfortunately, with some of that, the things that's happened, but it's shown with this team uh, we really have each other's backs. No one's really – split apart you know yeah. we come back on uh, Sunday get in the weight room everybody's pushing each other a little bit harder and you know that's what you like to see just the whole team's got each other's back and it shows that's when, awesome uh, we come together and do stuff I like that Rylan what do you think no I was about to say the same thing I mean obviously there's going to be times where we come off the field like defense comes off the field let up a touchdown and there'll be times where we'll get on each other but then they're also we mostly come together yeah and coach Kelly does a really good job of making sure we don't pick each other apart we don't get, get too divided yeah coach kelly makes sure we're, we're all together Man, he's a good dude we need to get him on the show one of these days although i know they're doing things at this time but i'd I'd love to see coach kellen on the on the show here if you want to keep this going through the off season yeah yeah then we bring him on the oh, maybe we do, maybe we'll do a rap show after the season's over so he doesn't have a meeting like 12 or 12 coaches on all at one time just all of them <laughs> just we'll take lee and we'll head on over to the offices, and we'll just do a remote broadcast. The guy that makes this thing go, the guy that's doing the camera and the sound, guys, Lee's back there, and he's inducted his head now. Yeah, so, oh, he probably won't show my face for the rest of the season now. The camera barely fits us three. Uh, my head's so big. <laughs> it's just so that's hard. That's a fact. <laughs> Coach, let's, uh, thanks for the shout-outs. Thanks for the answer to my question, guys. Really appreciate you being here. Coach, Let's. we've got about four or five minutes left. Let's preview – our game coming up this uh, Saturday, we got Utah Tech on the docket again. We're down in St. George this time. Can't remember the name of their stadium. No. Doesn't before, matter. Hey, before we talk about Dixie, these two young men here, good football players. Yes, sir. Even better people. Yes, sir. So really, really good citizens, good good, good young men. So, hey, yeah. proud to coach you guys. Pr- proud of you and proud to coach you. I thought this was Halloween, not Valentine's Day. The love is just big over here. You guys, you guys affecting coach in a good way. I we'll like see, that. We'll see if I still like him on Saturday night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll just find out. No, that we will. Yeah. I think you will. Um, I think you will. I think on, you're going to love these guys after Saturday on night. To Dix- on to Dixie. Be, being coached well, playing hard, playing physical, have played their best football of the season in the last two weeks. So, But they've got two straight good games under their belt, and they took Sam Houston to the wire two weeks ago, and and then they um they took Sam, it took Stephen F. Austin to the wire on Saturday evening and beat them. That's right. Um, big upset. So the big upset, big upset, and you, you look and statistically, them and Stephen F. Austin are, are very very compatible statistically. But what ended up happening was is that Dixie played smarter. They, they played smarter than Stephen F. did, and at the end of the game, it ended up being beneficial for them. So that number twelve is a dude. So we we've got a oh, yeah. he's something else. We've got to cover number twelve, but he good little player now. Good little player. 
Um, when the quarterback's given time, he does a nice job. But when he's allowed to stand in the pocket and go through his reads, he's done a nice job. Their coaching staff is smart, smart guys. Um, they've cut down on the quarterback's reads from the beginning of the season until now. It's taken less time to go through the reads because he he, ha- he has less reads. Yeah. Um, but getting is, fo- is that, that's what I was going to ask. Getting you, the football in and out of his hand much faster than they were early in the season. Yeah. That dude was throwing it to yeah. the other team a lot. Run, but boy, run, did he look good last week. Run game. Right. Their, their run game has gotten better for the last six weeks. Now we started. We started their run game by giving him 115 yards first time we played. But, hey, they're doing a better job running the football. Number two's getting stronger each week, doing a nice job. To flip over on the defensive side of the ball, and the two linebackers are difference makers. Number 21, number three are difference makers for them. And they got a bunch of young men over there that are playing hard. But those two really, really make a difference. It's hard to run the football against them because they're downhill all the time. Yeah. But been impressed. Been impressed with what they've done down there. And, hey, we know that we have to play well and we have to execute well on Saturday night to have a chance. Yeah, we got our hands full. There's there's no doubt about it. They're coming off some good momentum. They're coming off a, a, a big win against Stephen F. Austin. Probably maybe knocked Stephen F. Austin out of the you gotta love, conference. You got to love. They, they, they probably knocked Stephen F. Yeah. Austin out of the playoffs. <laughs> they might have. Uh, okay, preseason, preseason number eight team in the country, and now you're going to sit and watch somebody else play Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah. Now, I don't know. Who knows? Hey, good for Dixie. Good for Dixie. Yeah. But you got to love. You got to love when they invite you down for homecoming. You got to mm-hmm. love when somebody wants you to be their homecoming queen. They think you stink. So, and then you get an opportunity to go down there and prove otherwise to them. Yeah. Well, that, that reminds me, Thunderbird Nation, we got to show out. It is a big game for both programs. We can't just take for granted that we got the victory early on in the schedule. Both teams are going to be fighting hard. Now, we need to get like a few thousand people down there on the visitor sideline to, their, uh, their showing here was very poor yeah yeah that they, they had a couple hundred people in the stands at best and our and our hope is that all of southern utah is going into the game root for the thunderbirds yeah we i mean we need we need a couple thousand people there to let them know it's yeah. a it's a beautiful drive it's going to be a beautiful night 6 p.m down in st george students alumni fans everybody let's go yeah yeah absolutely Coach, you have any shout-outs before we wrap it up? No, no. Everybody be safe. Halloween. Halloween tonight. Everybody be safe. Yeah. Everybody riding around town. Y'all look out for the little kids. Yes. Um, Going to be children crossing the road. Now, let's let's have a safe Halloween night, not only in Cedar City, but everywhere else in the country also. Absolutely. I got one quick shout-out. My uh, my niece, Sophie Jean, she, uh, she got actually a pretty bad car wreck on Friday night, and uh, she had to go through seven hours of surgery. Poor thing. So she's, uh, she's on the mend, though. I want to give her a quick shout-out, let her know that we love her and that, that we hope that she's uh, feeling a little better. So Thinking about you, Sophie. Yeah. Gentlemen, thanks for coming. Ryland Suafilo. we got Trent Whalen for Coach Delane Fitzgerald. I'm John Smith signing off. Go Thunderbirds.